Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy. Got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hold on. He's probably not here out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, keep the side of the nation, let the party begin. Pop Pop, Petey Romain, top of the list, JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice pretty young bitch, you have an opinion, let's hear it do a proper, the world may suffer, I like it, I want you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the, hey, hey everybody, Randolph uh, I'm Andy Klein. Sorry, it's me, Frankie French. Hi. Hey. Well, who do we don't got on. sitting in is the question. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's always the question is who we don't got. Uh, okay, we, listen, people. We don't have Randolph sitting in. He's on the phone. No. No, I'm on the phone. This podcast might sound He's literally uh, phoning it in. Literally. Right. <laughs> right. So this podcast this podcast might sound stilted and unusual to you. Uh, I can't hear myself. First of all, I got headphones on. I'm in. I'm sitting in my living room watching the snowfall outside this window. Uh, it's getting heavier. <laughs> uh, I was on my way to Andy's place to record the podcast, and the snow hit. Couldn't see a damn thing. Turned around, went back home. We're now doing it over the phone. See, I think the timing was so here we are. was the problem because right now it's the snow's gone here. True. Mm-hmm. But uh, the time we chose to record was in the middle of this like half hour of heavy snow yeah well it's still snowing here but the visibility is better yeah but you know how the roads would be it probably take me an hour just to get over there you guys are lucky i love you i literally don't drive in the snow like if it sprinkles outside i'm like oh okay i'm not going anywhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah my wife was already leaning on me as i was leaving the house she was like i don't think you should go can't y'all find another place that's closer to record <laughs> i was like i don't think that's how that works honey. <laughs> no we can't just show up at someone's house like yeah excuse hey, me sir to... you're right in the middle of all of us <laughs> yeah we're here to use your house yeah so we'll here we are give you a few bucks it's cool what's the wi-fi password sir <laughs> yeah we got a face time <laughs> what's your well wi- oh, your wi-fi is no black people in my house trump <laughs> oh okay well bye <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> see you later Trying to remember my Gmail my Gmail password right now. You don't oh because you're on your phone FaceTiming. You can't pull it up. On yeah, your phone. I'm doing all kinds of shit. I'm on my phone. I'm on my uh, iPad. Trying Isn't to find technology this amazing. That, we should, happy New Year to everybody. We should figure out how to teleport you here, and then we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember my Gmail password. I think uh, it was uh, pretty young bitch. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, and then in lowercase, what that mouth dudo? I think is the rest yeah, of what the that password. Mouth, well, what that mouth dudo is, is that's my password for a lot of stuff. Yeah, 
<laughs> the problem is, how do you... Mouth spelled M-O-U-F. Well, duh. <laughs> but then how do you spell do and do and not get those confused? That's the same spelling, right? Do, do. No, yeah. you put an H on You put an H on, on, on do. do. Okay. Uh, okay yeah. Do you put do, D-O-O, or D-O? Oh, I put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> if you do what? D-O, D-O-H... W A T. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, what? That. D A T. Got it, right? Mouth, M O U F. <laughs> okay. Do, D O. Do, D O H. See, I think the do should be D O O. Because if you're reading I mean, it, it could be. you might say that dodo. What that mouth dodo? <laughs> that sounds That bad. mouth do do. What that mouth dodo do? Do do do. Well, we could call, we could spell do, D O E. We could also yeah. do that. like a deer, a yeah. female deer. A deer, a ray, <laughs> yeah. drop of golden sun. But I like that H. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it punctuates it. Yeah, I like that H. Hey, do we get any emails for the new year? This is our first show for the new year, people. I know, yay. Happy 2017. Isn't this crazy? It's about buckle yeah. in. We've yeah. had, uh, <laughs> we got a couple emails, I know. We had uh, two weeks off. We better have some emails. We did have two weeks off. We My have... wife has never been happier. <laughs> we have a few emails. We have one. Um, hold on, let me find it. All right, do I just got an email? Maybe that's one. This is from. Uh, let me see, because there was someone who said, who said you don't have to say my name on the podcast. Okay. So I, I don't want to say the name. I guess I could edit it out. Hello, unknown listener. I don't know if this is the one I'm trying to. I'm trying to read it real quick while I'm talking. Um, well, whatever. We don't have to say the name yet. I will. They'll sign their name at the bottom. Hey, Andy Randolph and Sock. Uh, <laughs> Sock being Frankie Sock. Friend. <laughs> love the podcast. Been listening for years now, and it never gets old. Seriously, I love you guys. Especially appreciate all the black wokeness. I'll never get tired of it. <laughs> that's, that's all a, Andy, by the way, the black woke. I, I know. That's, 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 the, uh, that's, what, that's what makes it amazing. It's that's the title Andy. of Randolph's next comedy album. <laughs> black wokeness. Black wokeness. Black wokeness. Yeah, that is, Blue magic, black good, wokeness. That's a good, that's a good name. <laughs> that is right? a good title. Uh, and then uh, the email continues. So I recently purchased Blue Magic in hopes of getting a few laughs from nice. Randolph and also getting a workout plan from Randolph too. I got the laughs and now I want the exercise plan. LOL. Okay. I have attached well, a screenshot to prove I purchased it. <laughs> proof of purchase. Okay. So here's a little of my exercise background. I was extremely active in dance, gymnastics, cheerleading, and track as a child and teenager. However, okay. I am now a lazy web developer who sits all ah. day long and tries to work ah. out about two to four times a week. Okay. I mostly do cardio, but I throw in hot yoga once a week too. Uh, Got to lift some weights. Despite being diagnosed with PCOS a few years ago, I have been able to drop about 20 pounds since last year. Okay. I actually okay. stuck to my New Year's resolution. Anyways, I I am looking to do a little more than a little more weightlifting because I see the quickest results that way. My mm-hmm. only issue is that I don't know how to do exercises beyond the big three: bench, squat, deadlift, and I don't want to look Listen like. Those are the only ones you. Those are the ones you need, and whatever you're about to say, looking like it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, well, you don't have the you don't have the chemicals in your body to make that happen. No, no, no it's Women not like that. that. It says I don't look. I don't want to look, look like this fool. And it's a YouTube clip of, of I'm assuming someone who has <laughs> terrible form at a gym. Um, <laughs> help would be great, Randolph. Also, I will drop a little coin in the tip jar for the you jet. Only really, thanks, you y'all. Really need the, you only really need four the four big primary lifts. 
But Andy, Andy, you just keep her email address and stuff in the video. Let me take a look. Yeah, I believe what, it's what a, she's, a, she's got the squat. She's got the squat, the deadlift, and the bench. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she only needs a she only needs a carry, and a back exercise and a pull, and that's yeah. about it. And then it's just it's just repetition. Well, I'll forward there. that. I'll forward that to you because uh, right. And also, this person did also. Uh, well, I guess I'll give the name. They didn't say. Don't say the name. Courtney. Uh, we're thinking this is a woman right cheerleading well cheerleading dance uh gymnastics i mean what what is it gay so so, uh yeah still be a guy there are guy courtney's and they're one of our sock puppets yeah one of our sock well not even a sock puppet (laughs) pre-puppet little brother of the podcast yeah um and then so that's that email and uh randolph will get back to you i'll forward you that email yeah, so. I, yeah, I can. I'm trying to be better about that in in 2017. As far as I'm just, I can be lazy and things slip out of my mind. That's the problem when you deal with comedians or people who do artistic stuff. Yeah, you gotta stay on them because shit slips out of our minds. Because a new joke <laughs> just, will pop in and everything else will fall out. <laughs> can be anything. I don't want to say it's ADD, but it's damn near close. Well, it's I think everyone has shorter attention spans anyway. Late right. because of uh, technology. Oh right. Uh, this next email, hey 3GO. The title of the email is recently married. Congratulations. Okay. Hey 3GO and sock puppet and or tip jar. First heard <laughs> y'all and or jar rather, not tip jar. So um, uh, we do have pickles a jar. and jars. We do have <laughs> pickles a jar and today. jars. It's a jar today. First heard y'all <laughs> on the black guy who tips. Shout out. Shout out. And finally decided to write in. Randolph and Annie have married, have been married for some time, and I was wondering if you have some general wedding advice for a newlywed. I feel like we're doing well so far. Four you months. You sure you want this advice? You sure? Well, okay. Here, here's that sentence. I feel like we're doing well so far, parentheses, four months. Oh, that's so All right. But wouldn't hurt to hear something we should prepare for or expect. Thanks, Victor. Okay, so Victor has been married for four months. Has she thrown the ring back at you yet, Victor? Has she done that one? No? <laughs> Hadn't happened yet? Okay. Yeah, but she probably throws it like a girl. Does so. she close you off your, bre- your airway in your sleep yet? Has that happened yet? <laughs> that one hasn't happened yet? No. Did she just okay. put her hands over your nose and mouth? <laughs> you ever wake up to see her hovering over you with a pillow? <laughs> uh, four months is, it's, you know, that's kind of like when you see it, when you meet a new comic and you're just like, just keep getting on yeah. stage. Right, right. <laughs> oh my God, thing. that's the best parallel. You just gotta just get some stage. And like the advice is to, like the advice you would give is too advanced for a young comic to comprehend sometimes if you want to give them some real like nuts and bolts advice. Right. So all you can really say, and it, which is not even bad advice, is just keep getting up there. Keep doing it. How long have stage you been married? Uh, nine years. No, oh, well. I've been married for for uh, almost eight years, coming how, up on eight years. How long have you been married, Randolph? Uh, 11 years this year. Okay. I've been married for 10 years, too. So. Okay. 11 years, and we were together six years before we got married. We've been yeah. together... We've been together uh, coming up on 18 years. Wow. Yeah, we were together Ouch. for... Matter of fact, it's 18, it's 18 years next month that I met her. Oh, that's so, think so about cute. Like, yeah, think about like, uh, whatever Fat Tuesday is in February, that day. That, Tuesday. <laughs> that was the first date, Fat nice. Tuesday? <laughs> no, I met her on Fat Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, my wife and I have been together for going on 17 years. But we've wow. been, we were together nine years before we got married. Right, right. And then, mm. so we're on almost eight years of marriage. In April, it'll be eight years. So, you, 
you know what the marriage version of uh, Just Keep Getting Up is for a man? <laughs> the marriage version of that is what I would tell you as far as the Just Keep Getting Up is just keep letting her know that you appreciate her. One, still. I can, yes, 100%. That's, that's, the, that's, that's all I can tell you right now. Just let her know that you appreciate her. 100%. Whatever, whatever you need to do to do that, let her know that you appreciate her. That's the marriage version of Just Keep Getting Up. <laughs> that's that's the version of that just let her know that you appreciate her because yeah. trust me there's going to be a lot of times that you're not going to and and it goes both there's gonna be a lot of times that she doesn't show you that she appreciates you so what i would tell any young comic any young com- <laughs> <laughs> what i would tell any young couple is show each other that you appreciate each other don't wait till you're years in yep. and realize that you don't appreciate you because that has there's you got three people who've been married telling you this right now yeah. and i can guarantee you that each of us has been in that position where oh, for we sure. realize i haven't been showing my spouse that i appreciate my spouse and my spouse hasn't been showing me that they appreciate me and it starts to suck after a while yeah well it's easy to get into uh into patterns mm-hmm. right and sometimes the patterns are good and sometimes the patterns are not good but it's just yeah. a pattern, and, and both of you get used to it. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, this has been like this has been not that good for a while, or yeah. or, it's, right. or it's been the other. It's been right. great for a while, and you can slip right. out of those patterns or into those patterns. And but you have to sort of be aware of that because then you start taking shit for granted. Yeah, right. And, and it just becomes routine. Yeah, and in, and y'all have only been married four months, so you haven't even had like the the year in the middle where everything is just. <laughs> like an even keel of of everything. Look at look at the camera so you can see my hand. Where everything is just flat, right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. A flat, a flat yeah. Nothing circle. going up, nothing going down, and it's just blah. Status quo. You haven't it's even just, had yeah. you haven't even had a year of status quo, and that's boring shit. And that's when yeah. marriage is, and that's when bad shit starts to happen. That's when it has the potential <laughs> to happen. The bad shit can happen in those spots. And commu- you know. I mean communication. I know that that sounds cliche, maybe, but it's just that's getting up. Extreme, it's yeah, it's just getting. Just it's get extremely up, important. Extremely. My husband's one of those people who will not say anything about a bunch of little things, and then he'll blow up about that twentieth little thing. Right. And it's yeah. like all this other stuff. And I'm like, whoa. You know, we should have talked about this two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We're so. Not- we didn't even talk about that shit, but now I'm gonna bring that shit back up, and that's not right. fair. No, but you're gonna you're no. gonna do it, and it's gonna be done to you. Yeah, and for it's sure. not gonna be it's not gonna be fair every time it happens. No, it's just not fair. But you're gonna do it. Just try, try to be try mindful to just of it. Recognize when it's coming, and don't worry about. You can't control what your spouse does, but what you can control is how you are. Yep, and how you react towards to your it. spouse. You can control that how you are towards your spouse. I don't even know if you can control how you react to things because things just make you they make you mad. What you can control is how you act back towards your spouse. Mm-hmm. Makes you mad, it makes you mad. Be mad. I'm not going to tell you not to be mad. <laughs> That'd be right up there with telling somebody not to be sad. Right. <laughs> you know, you be, feel how you feel, but you can only control how you react back towards your spouse. And is this going to exasperate the situation or is this going to help the situation? Yeah. Sometimes you get in that movie, you're like you know what? I'm going to exacerbate the shit out of this situation. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what you, you shouldn't act. You Fine, shouldn't you be motivated. Fight, you, know? you should be motivated by resentment because that's only going to be yeah. toxic. Oh, you know? God, so bad. That's where yeah. the communication comes in. You're like, I, this is how I feel. I don't want to like, 
just silently resent a thing yeah. from a month ago. Uh, the other piece of advice I would give is try to have them try to avoid having them listen to your podcast. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. Well, the first one I would tell you is don't start doing a podcast. <laughs> okay, that's the first. And I hope one I neither of you are comics. Yeah, <laughs> right. let's don't, don't get into comedy, either yeah, of you. Stay away from comedy. Don't do a podcast. Don't yeah. do anything creative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just be a lump. Yeah. <laughs> just go to work. Get a square job. Go Pretty to work. much. <laughs> Listen, um, don't ever, don't ever think that you're trying to improve yourself for your wife. Always think. I need to improve myself for myself. Mm-hmm. That's a really good if, piece. If you think like that, then she'll get drugged along in the wake if you're making yourself better for yourself. Just being a better person. Just try to be a better a better man. Just try to be a better That's a man. Really, whatever that really good piece, Randall. Whatever that entails, but don't do it for her. Just try to be a better man for yourself. And it's a t- it's a tough slog, man. It's a tough it's a tough slog trying to be better. I'm going to say that that's, and I'm not, you know, trying to be funny, but I I genuinely think that that's the best marriage advice I've ever heard is you, everyone individually in the relationship should make an effort to be a better version of themselves. Right. That's really good. Just try to be a better version of yourself and that'll make it better for your spouse. And if you try to be a better version of yourself, one of the things you will do is try to, and that'll make you better for your spouse. It would also motivate, it'll motivate them to uh, react in kind. Mm-hmm. And and better themselves too. So, right, it's passive aggressive, right. I guess, if you want to see it that way. But it works. Right. So we basically just nailed and, marriage, guys. Yeah, and, and no, we well, you know, we're three guys on pickles yeah. and jars. We get things done. Yeah, and know that you're gonna fall short, and forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna fall short a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. You ain't got kids yet. Wait till that comes. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, short. that's so fun. It's super <laughs> okay. fun. Okay. So just know that you're going to fall short and forgive yourself. Own up, but forgive yourself. You Definitely own yourself. Give your, yeah, own everything you do. Forgive yourself and, and move forward. You can't change the stuff that you've already done. What you can do is get better. Yep. And that goes into the thing of just trying to be the best version of yourself that you possibly can. And if you feel like you can't do it on your own, go and talk to somebody about yep. it. And not your barber. <laughs> and not your and not your pastor not your mom <laughs> go talk to go talk to somebody who's put some time in and got some degrees behind their name mm-hmm. go talk to somebody about it it's it's that's just being a better version of yourself get into shape go to the gym do all this stuff be just try to be better enrich your mind read a book read a book they still have those read if you guys book. don't know they still yeah. have books read i buy them books. for my daughter all the time go see <laughs> movies listen to good music try to be a better version of yourself all those things will help and if worse comes to worse just tell her to shut the fuck up every now and then yeah. you can do that every now yeah. and then that is actually <laughs> very acceptable yeah just tell Thanks. her shut, you, you know what i'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up right now <laughs> right <laughs> and you know what she will yeah we will make some empty threats empty threats she wanted to have to know they're empty threats but make a few empty threats we will laugh yeah. at you just yeah. so you know when you yeah. make that <laughs> okay that's adorable calm down <laughs> yeah yeah, don't be afraid to to flex a little bit every now and then. I think men get in this thing of I can't flex. Your no, but the shut the likes, fuck up is true. Woman, yeah, your woman likes the fact that you will flex every now and then. She likes that. Oh, I'm with I'm married to a man. Oh, okay. Got it. Check. <laughs> I can't just run him over. Oh, all right. Yeah, just uh do make your own Dr. Umar Johnson video. 
<laughs> yeah, well, don't go that far. That's motherfucking Jesus Christ. Wait, what is this? Oh, it's Umar too much. Johnson, oh my it's too God. much. Too much to explain. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have, have to go you have research to this, this independently yeah, now. Was, yeah, yeah. Do you know who that is? Doctor? I, okay. No. Well, then it's way too much to explain. Hotel. Yeah. Hotel. Okay, yeah. you've already explained everything. Yeah. Yeah. God, um, you explained dude, everything man. just with the hotel doctor in quotes. Yeah. I, yeah, I got pulled down his rabbit hole one day, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man, this yeah. is real? I yeah. thought it was like a joke thing. I got a Facebook friend who, over the last couple of years, has occasionally posted videos of oh, his no. speeches. And some of them are In just like... In favor of. Well, yeah, but well, at the time. And some of them are just your standard fare, like black empowerment. Like, you know, it's just, okay, nice message. And then he starts talking about gay people. You're like, oh, yeah. right. Or he's like, talking oh, about Jesus. interracial relationships. You're like, okay, this guy is uh, ridiculous. Yeah, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. <sighs> or black women being subservient. Okay, or, oh, I'm going to yeah. need that to come yeah. all the way fucking, down. <laughs> your fucking mind, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then so. he was on a thing. He was on a thing just last week calling out some other hotep, as Rod, black guy tips, called it hotep on hotep violence. <laughs> <laughs> they were going at each other. They like, made, they made like WWF style videos. For like yeah. his was like forty five minutes. But doesn't Hotep right? mean peace be unto you? It's been co opted by this, this other thing yeah. of um it's it's just a whole thing. It's just, so it's a rabbit ridiculous. hole. Uh the, yeah, it's a straight rabbit hole. Yeah. The next email we have, this is the one who didn't want their name. Actually, all this person did was they sent an email to our email address saying, Is this the email address for PayPal? to put money in the tip jar. I said, yes, it is. Uh, all donations are greatly appreciated. And then this person said, uh, great, I don't need a shout out on the show. Well, then fine. Well, you getting the shout out, no, motherfucker. No, we, you know who you are. We, but like we got your donation, so thank you very much. But we're not going to say your name if you don't want your name on the show. So, But we did get yeah, that. No. We got a couple uh, Jet Fund donations oh, over good. Christmas. And we doled out one, which we'll talk about in a minute. <gasps> I know. We are going to talk about we are going to talk about one. Yeah. And then we got one last Just email. Just don't make me cry. Uh, this last email is from Reese Cup. Hey. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Uh, she said Andy Randolph uh, surprised to hear Tim and Fabulous Sock Puppets. Well, Tim was on. Yeah, he got he made his quarterly appearance. I always miss yeah. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> always. There are people who have been on our podcast a bunch of times who've never, never been on it with Tim. <laughs> Elton has never been on with Tim. You've never been on with Tim, no. right? No. Uh-uh. Uh, I think Haywood has once. Has Petey? No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, the just most the recent. Last, just oh, the last but before one. that, yeah. he had not been. I don't think so. That's yeah. funny. No. Uh, so, Reese says, came across this article not long ago. Thought I already sent it. So sorry if it's a duplicate. Just wanted to hear your all's thoughts on it. I'll be getting my C and CWL next month and passport. By the way, I'm actually all caught up with all the episodes. I'll be on track for 2017, LOL. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, Reese would always email from like with thoughts on an episode like from three months ago (laughs) yeah uh and this video uh, this article rather is um where's the title here it's about trump of course trump's victory has fearful minorities buying up guns oh yeah yeah i've seen that uh after donald trump's win they should Yolanda Scott is upgrading the crowbar she keeps in her purse to mm. a small caliber pistol. What kind of crowbar fits in a purse? 
I don't even. I, Maybe not a crowbar. You, uh, Maybe it's one of those um, forget me sticks. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like a like those collapsible. A blackjack, yeah. Okay. Collapsible a blackjack, yeah. yeah. Or a, an it's called an asp. A S P. Yeah, yeah. It's a you whip it out and it, it's collapsible baton. Basically, I call it a forget me stick. Cops use Bam. those. Cops don't really carry billy clubs anymore because they have those. Yeah. They carry those. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're easier to carry. Those things are legit. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole martial art made up behind those. Really? Uh, yeah, behind a collapsible stick, and it's basically just stick fighting. But it's you can get in close and then uncollapse the stick and then whale whale on somebody Jeez. and then collapse the stick back down. And you, if you hit me it. once, you've yeah. won because I'm gonna lay down and yeah. play dead. Yeah. <laughs> if you just have a regular <laughs> stick, right. a regular old stick, <laughs> yeah. you don't need a collapsible baton. No. Yeah, just a piece of a switch. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about the collapsible stick is that you can just carry it in your hand while you're walking. Yeah. And then if if it's have you go held down, one of those? They're very oh, heavy. Sure. I've held yeah. one. But I mean, yeah. they're heavy to you. They ain't heavy to me. Yeah. Well, to me, it's they're heavy. I mean, they're not like heavy. Like, oh god, I can't pick it up. But when I think about someone slinging that out and hitting me in the face with it, oh, it hurt. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. not. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, like, I'm gonna tell you, like this here. You hit somebody in the face with it. You hit him in the knee. <gasps> no, that's so mean. Yes, you hit him on the front of the knee or the side of the knee. Oh or... Jesus! <laughs> hit him in the elbow with it. Yeah. If you hit How it, about if, this? How about I hit you in the, on the top of your hand with it? Right. Oh no! <laughs> yes, yeah, you ain't even thinking. You thinking? You ain't even thinking all the possible spots. <laughs> if you try to hit someone in the head with it, it might bounce off their head and hit your head. That happened. <laughs> and now you've been hit by your own baton. <laughs> um, so this article, uh, Yolanda Scott, an African American, is one of many minorities who have been flocking to gun stores to protect themselves, afraid Trump's victory will incite more hate crimes. Minorities, yeah. minorities, quote, feel that racists now feel they can attack just because the president is doing it. Earl Curtis, the African-American owner of Blue Ridge Arsenal in Chantilly, Virginia, oh, told wow, right NBC here. News. I didn't know that was owned by a black guy. Um, you think of uh, Blue Ridge Arsenal in Chantilly, Virginia, you think, and a guy named Earl, you're like, that's like that's, so yeah. that's an old white dude. Yes, and he's got a brother uh, named Earl as well. <laughs> it's a you know, Earl, is a, Earl, is, Earl can be a black guy. It could be an older black dude's I'm, name. I'm yeah. thinking about it right now. It can be an older black guy. Yeah, definitely. I'm, pic- I'm picturing Earl in my head right now. Glasses, uh, <laughs> Fanny gray, baby, gray baby fro. Cigarette always kind of hanging from the side. Yeah, no, nah, that's, not, that's not really Earl. Earl is... Earl, what is Earl? Earl has a baseball hat on <laughs> for some reason. Of a defunct team. It's yeah. an old hat. Back when Earl played basketball, they called him Earl the Pearl. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Earl the Pearl. Um, right. So he owns that place in Chantilly. I know that place, Blue Ridge Arsenal. Gun store owners told NBC News that since November 8th, they're seeing up to four times as many black and minority customers and black gun groups are reporting double the normal number of attendees at their meetings since the election. I didn't know there were even black gun groups. We ask that Elton. I didn't know. That's like this black motorcycle group, yeah. black gun group. We're going to ask Elton about yeah. that. Elton might be in one. Yeah. Uh, while more gun owners are non-Hispanic whites than blacks, 41% versus 19% in a 2014 survey, blacks' views on gun ownership have shifted in the past few years. In 2014... 54% of blacks surveyed said gun ownership does more to protect people from crime than put people's safety at risk versus 29% in 2012. That's a big jump. Uh, almost yeah. double. White attitudes. That's fear. Yeah. That's fear. White attitudes also shifted. It's, all, it's fear, and it's also um, a sort of acknowledgement that the system of law enforcement is not going to protect me. 
Right, right. You which know. is again fear. So yeah. both of those go hand in hand. So I got to protect one myself. One leads to the other. Right. Um, white attitudes also shifted more positively toward gun ownership during that time, but not as much. Up to sixty-two. Up to up sixty-two percent from fifty-four percent. So it went up a little. That's bit. that's fear. Also, that's fear of the other. Fear that they've been they've been sold. By the NRA, by the Republicans. Yeah, it's by, marketed. That's fear. It's, it's part it's of the marketing fear. package. Marketed, marketed fear. We, uh, we traffic in fear in this country, baby. Uh, <laughs> racial tension was already at a high during the election with a spate of videoed shootings <laughs> and deaths of black men by police officers, followed by ardent protests and the fatal targeting of white police officers. Um, in one high-profile incident, the live-streamed aftermath of the shooting of Philando Castile at a traffic stop at the hands of police in Minnesota sparked countrywide outrage and was ruled manslaughter. That and another dead death in Louisiana sparked a protest in Dallas, which a sniper took advantage of to kill five police officers. They're trying to draw an equivalence with these with these things, but anyway. And there's, there is uh, no equivalence no. because one is one is state-sanctioned violence and one is just crime. Right. Right. <laughs> and there's it goes no on. Equivalence, false equivalence. It's like the kid... The kid uh, who beat up the who just beat up the uh, disabled, the mentally disabled white kid, which we'll talk about shortly. Yeah. But it's the same bullshit. But anyway, the article goes on about all the different uh, racial tensions, the swastikas being spray painted on churches, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, black people yeah. are taking up arms, which means we're we're going to have gun control soon. Uh, I'm pretty sure. What I would like to know is. And I would like, I, we'd have to send you in to ask somebody because they wouldn't tell us the truth. Is how does a gun owner feel selling guns to black people? Right. And mm-hmm. and are they are they as free and open with selling guns to black people as they do well, to I, white people? I can't ask Earl. We know his answer. <laughs> well, Earl's going to tell you. He don't care. <laughs> I love it, quite frankly. <laughs> you know, in fact, get out like of my, my store. My Cracker. father got right. all of his Whitey. guns. He got all of his guns and ammos from a man named Mr. Ho, who was Hawaiian. I went to school with his with his daughters. Did they and, call him? Um, wait, did they call him Gun Ho? <laughs> <laughs> they should. God, that was no, so they good. Didn't because I didn't know Andy Klein at the time. <laughs> if I had, I would have. It wasn't even. I, I wasn't a comedian, so it wasn't right. there for me. Right. But man, <laughs> Gun Ho, that's yeah, perfect. Mister Fantastic. Mister Ho. Let me tell you about Mister Ho. He was Hawaiian, and he had two. Beautiful Hawaiian daughters. Oh uh, my God! A couple of really nice hoes. Lisa Ho and Debbie Ho. Oh my! That's why God, he got. That's why he got in the gun business. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Two beautiful daughters, and he used to. My dad would go see him four times a month, maybe to buy ammo and talk about guns, stuff like that. And a lot of black people went to go went to go see Mister Ho, probably because he was Hawaiian. Yeah. I'm be honest. Yeah. And he was in the swap meet. Okay. Big, uh, big. Um, uh, basically, for people who don't know what a swap meet is, a swap meet is a flea market, but that's indoors. That's all a swap meet. Yeah, is. it was like a big, big indoor flea market, and uh, he had a gun store in the back, and a lot of black people go in there and just. He was cool, man. He was yeah. cool. You just go to hang out. Know? Yeah, so you just hang around and hey, go to swap meet. Your daughter's people. helping out today, Mister Ho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are they hanging and out. They would be there. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Lisa Ho. <laughs> <laughs> they would be there. They sure would be there helping their daddy sell guns. Yeah. <laughs> helping their daddy sell guns. So brothers just be hanging around. You just go talk. You go. Well, here's what you do on a Saturday. You go get a haircut with my dad. Go in the morning get haircuts, and we run over to the swap meet, which is close by. What uh, area is this there. in? Was We're in San Antonio. 
Oh, okay. Okay, that's right. Okay. Go over there. There was also a martial arts store in there. So I had something to do, go in there and futz around a little bit. Uh, you could buy subwoofers. And that was back in the days of subwoofers oh, and uh, boxes in the trunk. You put a box in the hatchback, oh, wow, sub box, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and amps, amps Those and are the crossovers. Worst of times. Yeah, well, I man, I had a fantastic time during that. You shut your mouth, woman. <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, woman. <laughs> shut the that fuck up sometimes. Those, <laughs> those, yeah, those were during those days. So we would go in there and just hang around and swap meat. You, they, it was a snack bar. Well, I remember uh, the the era of those booming systems when some people would go cheap with it and get that J.C. Whitney catalog. That had like yeah, all the off remember that catalog. It was yeah. like it was like five hundred watts for eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, a great deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first the first part of the catalog would be like all the good shit. Yeah, loud punk. Yeah, yeah, all the good shit. But that back part of the catalog was like Craco and and brands you couldn't yeah. even pronounce. It's like the electronic what version of Backpage. Is that yeah. how do you pr- how do you pronounce nine X's? What does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, or it'll be like, like a, an off, off, almost name brand, like Alpone or something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, Reese Cup, I guess, is getting a concealed and carry uh, license. Concealed, concealed carry. So, uh, and passport. That's what Reese. I'll the be getting passport my is, C and CWL next month. Get and the passport. passport. That's, that's the biggest thing. So you can get the, the hell out of the passport. country. Yeah. That's the biggest one. Um, which well, another thing I would say as far as being the better version of yourself, travel some, travel some, go, go outside this country. You can afford it. Put the money away, make a trip, go outside this country, go, go somewhere else, travel. Yeah. It'll make you a better person. Unless you're playing basketball then stop traveling. Yeah. yeah. Stop traveling. <laughs> stop traveling. Fucking three steps, baby. Three steps. Well, you know, do the work on the Euro step. That's, that's sort of like traveling in basketball. It's uh, it's international. There you go. No one knows the Euro step. Um, there you go. Those are all our emails. We did get a couple donations also. So it's threeguysonit at gmail.com if you want to email us. Also, if you want to PayPal us, you can PayPal us at threeguysonit at gmail.com. And we'll Thanks get so much. The, uh, we'll get the donations, and sometimes we will dole them out uh, for a, uh, a good cause. Yeah, let's talk. Before we start that, let me just say, um, on I haven't been pushing this at all, but on Thursday night, at seven o'clock, I will be at the Draft House DC in in the Draft House in DC. I'm going to give you guys a street address. That's how far I'm going. Yeah. From what? It's DrafthouseComedy.com. And here's another wrinkle: January 12th, which is Thursday, we'll have a podcast going up that day. Nice. That yeah. is the seven year anniversary of this podcast. Seriously? Hey! Wow. Yeah. January 12th, 2010, was our first episode. We've recorded it a week before, roughly, but we uploaded it on the 12th of January. 2010. Wow, nice. So, if you want to get us uh, some tips for that, great. Uh, or you can just go see Randolph at the draft house. As yeah, your, uh, I didn't even know that. As your little repayment for the, the seven years of free content we've given you. <laughs> there you go. Mostly you good, go. too. If you go to the website, drafthousecomedy.com, you will see, if you flip it through the, the banner that's across the top, you will see my face with my finger up pointing because as I'm lecturing like I usually do, <laughs> <laughs> drafthousecomedy.com. I am there this Thursday, three days from now, at 7 p.m. showtime. Uh, come on out and see me and come see Frankie French. Frankie is now going to be opening for me. It was I going am. to be Chris. 
Lamberth, but Chris got a part. Well, I'm not going to say what. You know what? I'll say it. He got a part on the Unbreakable <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. I started off to say because I guess it was supposed to be a secret, but it's not a secret. You got a part on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. All right. So one of my fave shows. Yeah. What's, what's the so, guy's name? The gay guy on the show. Oh, I know everybody. He's he a black steals that show. Like he, he just yeah, he steals that's that show. How, he really does. That's how it's usually done. And it is located. If you were in D.C., it's on the entrance of L Street between 13th and 14th Street. So yeah. it's right coming into downtown. Think about over going, kind of going over by the Verizon Center. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's right it's there. Sort of toward. It's yeah. It's like 13th and L. Yeah. There's a lot of parts. Listen, I need y'all on this one. Okay, I need to prove that I can put butts in the seats. I need y'all on this one. So come see me. Come see me. Seven o'clock. I'm putting together a new, trying to put together a new hour material, and nice. you're going to get to see me start trying to link things together and make things go. I will be talking about Trump. I'll be talking about my daughter. I'll be talking about me. Come and see that. The next thing that you can come see is on the 19th, I am part of a show. Shit just went away. So you're talking about the What a Joke Festival? Yeah, this show's called What a Joke. It's the What a Joke Festival. It's What a Joke is, it's a play on uh, Donald Trump is being inaugurated on the 20th and on the 19th all across the country. They're having comedy shows all across the country uh, the day before the inauguration as to What a Joke and I am on the one in D.C., and it's on at 8 p.m. at Beer Baron in D.C., which is uh, just look up Beer Baron, B-I-E-R, Baron, in D.C. Uh, it's a great show. It's Josh Kaderna, Max Wolfson, Erica Nolan, Jared Stern, Greg oh, nice. Stevens, Chelsea Short, Benji Himmelfarb, and myself. That's it's a, a great lineup. show. It's, it's a great show. They're actually um, doing the What a Joke on the, it's on the 19th, 20th, and 21st. Yeah, I'm, we're doing it right now. Hey. Yeah. The queen just the queen just came through the door as I sit here. Uh, so I'm on that show. It's great comics. I'm wondering who's actually because I'm as I'm looking at this, none of these comics really do political as as I'm doing air quotes quote unquote woke humor. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. does a little Chelsea, bit. Chelsea, I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Chelsea. Chelsea does. Um, who else is on there? Kaderna, Max Wolfson. I would Erica say Max Nolan, does a little bit. Jared Stern, Greg Stevens, Chelsea Short, Benji, and myself. Benji does not. No. Um, Chelsea <laughs> does. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Chelsea does. Kaderna can. Kaderna does jokes about stuff, but I've never heard of no political. Anyway, I will be. So I can tell you that right. shit. Excellent. <laughs> so that's, that's Thursday the 19th, the day before the inauguration. I'm a part of that show, and that's at 8 p.m. at, 8 p.m. at Beer Baron. So here's your homework. This Thursday at, at the, the Draft House in D.C., go to drafthousecomedy.com, 7 p.m. showtime. Frankie French will be opening for me. Come on out. Uh, I'll be standing and delivering. And then on the 19th, I'm part of the show. It is the uh, What a Joke, D.C., and that's the D.C. part of What a Joke. And there you go. So come see that. All right, and well, that I'm, is my spiel. I'm going to plug a couple shows. Uh, I have this week, actually, since this podcast is going that's up. Such, that's such a comedian thing, too, by the way, what Andy's yeah. doing right now. Yeah. Well, he's fucking doing I'm do it. <laughs> I'm do, hey, wait a minute. I got, uh, I'm doing a show on uh, Tuesday, January 10th at a place called Sea Pearl, S-E-A Pearl, in Falls Church, Virginia. It's a benefit show. 
Uh, it's an Aleppo fundraiser show. They're doing a few of these. Ramin oh, nice. is putting it together. My show has uh, Rob Mayer, Danny Ruye, Natalie McGill, Matt Bergman, me, and uh, probably Ramin. I think Ramin's on that mm-hmm. one. Um, so that would be tomorrow if you're listening to this on Monday. And oh, then, the Aleppo show? You're doing the Aleppo show? There's a bunch of them. I'm doing the Tuesday one. I'm doing the. Well, I'm not doing the Aleppo show, but you know what I am doing? Uh, they offered a workout. I'm giving a one-hour workout session as a raffle prize for oh, okay. the Aleppo show. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am doing uh, the DC Improv Lounge on January 21st, opening for Jeff Maurer, who is a, a, a DC comic who has um, gone to New York and made, become a writer made on, good. on John yeah. Oliver's show. A uh, super funny guy. So January 21st in the lounge at the DC Improv. Um, February 3rd, I'm at Jammin' Java in Vienna, Virginia, which is, I think, a 10 o'clock show. I'll have more as we get closer. February 4th, I'm doing a benefit show at Beer Baron for a uh, comic uh, whose friend uh, has some health issues and they're trying to raise money. That's February 4th. I think it's 8.45 p.m. That's a Saturday. I think I'm on that show. I think you are. And then February uh, 17th, I'm at the DC Improv Lounge again for just a showcase. And February 22nd, I'm at Rams Head Live in Annapolis, Maryland with Rob Mayer. You a lot of shows, man. I know. I had a good week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rob Mayer. Oh, you and, booked uh, all these in like the space of like two, three days? <laughs> yeah. You know, just a few emails came in. I was like, yes, I'm free. Yes, I'm free for that as well. Oh, I'm free for that. Oh, uh, well, would you believe I'm free? Uh, the Rams Head Live show is uh, Rob Mayer is going to host it. I'm going to do the middle spot and Justin Schlegel is headlining. February, oh, I love Schlegel. February 22nd. And so that's, that's a uh, really good when show. When is that? February 22nd. I might have to come out to see Rams that. Head in Annapolis, Maryland. Oh yeah, so. I might go to see that. I love that's like th- uh, uh, three way. Just yes. Yeah. And well, after, that sounded weird. That came out weird. Yeah, no, I didn't it'll, mean be, it. it'll be three. That's good. Uh, <laughs> after that, I have nothing on my calendar, so uh, I got to get all the plugs. That's a good show. Get a few. Uh, get a few more emails. Nice. Maybe I'll have more. But the big one this week for me is the tenth Tuesday is the Aleppo fundraiser. So if you're in Falls Church, eight o'clock at Sea awesome. Pearl, and it's a good show. So there you go. I think yeah, I'm man, that's a great show. You're doing what? The, the Aleppo show on the 11th, yeah. yeah there's so. there's a yeah. whole like week of Aleppo yeah. fundraiser shows. I'm hosting, I believe. That Ramin put shows. together. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of hosting, speaking of fundraising. <laughs> yes. So I'm laying in, I'm, I'm doing that thing where you get up in the morning and then you check your phone. Uh, which, by the way, we're going to be doing for the next four years, wondering what the fuck our president did the night before. <laughs> right, that's going right. to happen. You yeah. understand? That's going to happen every morning now. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, he did what? Did he do last night. His dick was just out. It was just he out. Did something because he did something. He didn't just not do nothing. He did something. Yeah. And I see, I see, uh, my comedy daughter. Frankie French's car got broken into, and yes, the Christmas presents got got. This was like two days before Christmas, three days yeah, before Christmas. It was yeah. really, it was like, yeah, it was like two or three days before. Because I saw you and the I night see after that, that the presents got yeah, got. yeah, which was so. This was like the Thursday before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I put the uh, I put the word out to the three GO family and anybody else who. Uh, want to be a part of it and uh, they responded you guys responded so thank you guys all for taking care of us yeah it was taking care of, well, taking absolutely care of amazing people. let's set the table for a second um okay so you tell the story my this was literally 
We can hear all that. We did. That's yeah, me. ask me blowing my nose. I was trying uh, not to. We can. So anyway, uh, you had all the all of Christmas was in your car, right? All yeah. the gifts was in your car. So right? let me. So just to kind of because that See, sounds this is what happens when you live amongst white folks. You think that your shit is safe. No, I mean it sounds like <laughs> a stupid thing to hood, do. But all that shit inside. <laughs> so I I lost my job a year ago, and then my family ended up getting displaced from our home. So we're staying with my mother in law right now. Okay. So there's not really a whole lot of space to really put anything. Okay. So that's why everything was just in my car. I'm like, there's really, I don't want to keep bringing more and more of our stuff into someone else's house. Right. So I was like, I'll just leave it in here. You know, Christmas is whatever, however many days away. We'll bring them in Christmas Eve after Bella goes to bed. We'll wrap everything, put it under the tree. Good to go. So they weren't even wrapped yet. No, okay. they were still in like shopping bags, okay. like now, receipts in the bag. And did yeah. you do the like put a jacket over it move? I did. Okay. I mean, it, so the ones that were in, there was some in the back seat and then some stuff in the trunk. Oh, what in the was trunk. In, okay. Yeah, what was in the back seat was on the floor with stuff over top, dark stuff over top of it. Yeah. I'm like, no yeah. one's gonna. No one's gonna notice that. Yeah. Notice that, and then I had stuff in the trunk too. Okay. And then I went out the um, whatever morning that was like two days or three days before Christmas. Yeah, like the 22nd. Yeah, and I noticed that my, I see my daughter's backpack sitting on the front seat and all the pockets are open. I'm like, well, this is weird. Who was going through her backpack? But I didn't think anything of it and I picked it up, zipped it up, turned around and to sit it on the back seat and the floor is empty and all the stuff is moved around. And so I get out of the car and I immediately go inside and I ask my husband, I was like, hey, did you bring all the Christmas presents? I'm whispering like, uh, well, I was whispering at the time because our yeah. daughter was within earshot. I said, did you get all the presents and stuff and bring them in the house and he go, he he responds what presents oh and my heart well, just that, like well that would be no yeah my heart <laughs> sunk to my stomach and and a friend of mine had just given me like a bunch of stuff for bella and he had gotten me a christmas present like i never get christmas presents because we don't we just don't do that we just do stuff for our kids and right. uh, like whatever other children and so I was just like, okay, tell me you're joking. Then I looked in the trunk. Everything was like ransacked there. Even like old stuff, like my mail was gone through. Yeah, yeah. Like mail that I had in the car, like stuff from my daughter's school. And I'm like, you really think like there's money in, in this in my mail? Right. Well, they think there's like checks and things that they can cash. It was just so violating though. Like yeah. someone was like in my, th- that far in my space and digging through my stuff and looking in everything. My I had a, a wa- an old wallet in a in a backpack. Yeah, that, they didn't have anything in it, but they had gone through that. Like it was just it was just uncomfortable. And this was like in a driveway at a house. Am I, right parked in front of my garage? So it's yeah. not right, like I was right. on the street. You like they, some visitor lot. No, 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 no. They yeah. came to my house, came onto my property, and went into my car. Was your did they break in or how'd they get in? Um, I thought my I locked my doors every night, just yeah. generally speaking. But my windows weren't broken, so and they don't have my clicker, so I don't know how they got in if they i don't know what they used to get in but they were yeah. able to get into the car yeah. without breaking the windows thank god yeah because that would have been a whole other level of right. stuff to deal you, with well you know what you know there's a thing now that uh, there's an electronic device now that reads the the car so you can walk up and click any car and open up a car are you serious yeah yeah you knew that was coming That's i so just convenient. i heard somebody talking about it on tony kornheiser's show a bunch of cars got broken into in his place it's same way and they were like yeah you walk up you point it at the car and you just keep pushing it and if if it, reads, it reads your it. car it'll open up the car if it doesn't then the car won't open but <laughs> it happens if that's you know? just ridiculous but i posted on facebook yeah. <clears throat> not expecting anything i i my motivation <clears throat> wasn't i wanted someone to see that who maybe was thinking about 
stealing from someone or, or whatever, to see that and say, wow, there are actual people behind you know your actions and maybe i shouldn't do this or maybe they'd done that and maybe that would inspire them to return the stuff they had stolen right and then this guy jumps in and reposts it and not only did you replace i was able to replace everything but i was able to pay off because bella said you know mommy we have more than what we need i want to give you know what's left over to someone and what is and what did you tell Bella? You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. mommy going to keep this money. No, I said, Girl, I, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, that's how, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. But no, that's how we raise her. Like, even when I told, finally told her that the car had gotten broken into, she starts bawling. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like devastated. I'm like, I was like, Bella, I was like, look, I was like, that's just stuff. We can replace stuff. You know, we have each other. We have our life. It'll be fine. And she goes, Mommy, I don't care about the Christmas presents. I know how hard you worked, and I can't believe someone would do that to us. Right. You know, like, that was just, like, kind of compounded the fracture. But, you know, it made me proud that she's a good kid. Anyway, so um, I took some of the extra money and (coughs) paid off two um, layaways at Walmart for for some families that people I don't know. Oh, they have that? You can do that? Yeah, you can just go in and say, hey, I'd like to pay on, uh, if someone's got a $100 layaway outstanding, I'd like to just pay it off. And they just randomly choose a family for you, or do you... Well, I mean, my I'm my assumption, and maybe this is a wrong assumption. If you're putting something on layaway, you probably can't really afford to get it. Right. So you know, I feel like that how, family like, is in need, and some way they'll call them and say, "Hey, your layaway has been paid off." But you just go to Walmart, and say, "I want to pay someone's layaway," yeah. and they just find they they'll just pull find up someone. In their system. Well, I did it by price point. I wanted okay. to pay off because I had like an extra two hundred dollars. Right, right. And I was like, I "I'd like to pay to, off." I ain't trying to tell you the trying to ask for the dollar amount, but. The 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 three G O family made it good. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, for sure, we got blessed. I mean, I wasn't able to replace ex- identical what she got. <coughs> well, um, it was too late at that point. Right. So I, but I, I, and and I actually didn't really get to Christmas shop till <laughs> till a couple days later. Go ahead. You want to tell what, tell what happened? With what? With the uh... with my PayPal. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you, you were because we were talking about that on. Yeah, because one of the comics that made a donation made a joke about um, donating to Syrian refugees. Because you can put a little note in the PayPal. Right. Yeah. So PayPal froze my account and was like, "Well, you need to explain these Syrian refugees that you're donating to." So I couldn't actually transfer the money over. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Jesus! But then what comedians, t- man. <laughs> I mean, he didn't know. I would not. Well, have no known one that. would know. Yeah. <laughs> no one would know that. But so, I mean, long story short, you guys made our our Christmas amazing. Um, so I want to just thank you guys, you know, in particular. But everyone listening, everyone that donated, everyone that wanted to donate and couldn't, you made my Christmas. You really blessed my family, and I, we genuinely appreciate it. And to those of you who have donated to the tip jar, a chunk of our tip jar money yeah. went to that too. We went we went just, into that also. We didn't just tell people like, hey, you guys, uh, you guys donate, and we and know. and and we're gonna keep building towards this jet. We yeah. Can, yeah. You're gonna get your G five next to Creflo dollars. <laughs> we didn't do that. We we put some of our money into. But I mean, it was a it was a huge help. I mean, we I haven't been, worked in a year, and not from a lack of looking. You know, like I, I recently took a, a minimum wage job in DC. Um, you know, when coming from working as an executive in corporate America, and that's yeah. you know, what I mean, not saying like there's anything wrong with that. It's just I'm I'm not proud where i'm not taking jobs i just haven't been able to find anything what is is yeah what is minimum wage these days eight bucks um well i was working in dc i think it's 10 yeah, it was it's 10. 10 in dc yeah oh, it's or, better in dc though. yeah a little bit better 
Because I know they're talking about upping it. Virginia is like... I order a pizza around game time. Uh, that's uh, right Say now. what? We heard that louder. That was <laughs> Did louder. You hear that? I covered it up. I no, tried to no, cover like it you up put so it to your it. mouth. It was louder than everything else you said. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Randolph has a. He's talking on a like a headset microphone on his phone, and uh, that was funny. Tried to cover. Order a pizza around game time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wild card weekend. <laughs> I tried to cover it. <laughs> you tried. The qu- the queen was asking me if I ate a can of chili that was in there. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna order order a pizza around game time. Yeah, no, I want pizza around game time. Damn you, Randolph Terrence. (laughs) There you go. See, but I mean, you. I mean, seriously. Like, I'm I'm a very giving person of my heart. Like, if I even if I like I'm driving down the road, I have my last five dollars, and I see a homeless person, I'm gonna give them my five dollars. I feel like I probably will get five dollars before they will. Right. Um, so what you got, like, and I, I just teach my daughter the same way, be giving of your heart, just be giving. And without the expectation of getting anything back, just be giving of yourself. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, what you guys did just really restored my faith in that because I was, when I say I was devastated, I couldn't even cry. You know, I was just like, well, fuck it. You know, there's nothing right. that I can do. It's just gone. I can't get it back and there's nothing I can do. And I, and I can't even cry about it. Yeah. You know, so. Nothing you know. wrong with that. I mean, you did, you did what you had to do. You know, so did you have like, and, a, uh, did, did you have a morning? I just don't want any. Did you have a morning where you open presents like a few days later? Did you actually have like try to uh, recreate Christmas? Morning? Yeah, we did. Um, so what she really wanted, and she's been wanting for like a year, was a skateboard. Right. Um, that was like the okay. number one thing. She well, she wanted a DS, and that's what I had initially gotten her. Yeah, that's what yeah. got stolen, but they were gone. I couldn't replace that. Yeah. So uh, my friend uh, Anthony Oaks, I'll shout him out. He contributed. Brent Wingate, I will shout him out. He donated and bought Bella presents. All right. Um, Jake uh, Balinski, I'm, I'm not pronouncing his name properly, and I apologize. He bought Bella a pair of Beats headphones. What the Ooh, heck? Shit. Yeah, yeah. So I was, and I was like, <laughs> oh, you can't. I was like, no, no, no. This is way too much. And he's like, look. You no, know. these are mommy's headphones now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I use them quite liberally, but <laughs> I have a pair of like eight dollar Walmart headphones. Literally, that's what I listen to music right. on. Right. Word. But um, so she got to open that stuff on the day of Christmas. Okay. Um, but the main thing I we got her was the, the skate. This like a professional skateboard. Um, that's actually pretty dope, and it's got a picture of a on the the grip tape on the cover. Right. It's a picture of this adorable kitty giving two middle fingers. <laughs> And she's like, mommy, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm like, well, that 100% represents you. Yeah. That's who you are. You're just this adorable, cute little thing with these like giant claws right. <laughs> that could come out at any moment. <laughs> so she has not fallen on it yet, but she's gone out practicing. Does she wear day. helmets and pads and yeah. stuff? Yeah. I, I guess you have to these days. Um, You don't have to. I don't think, I don't know if there's a law, there's not a law of it. Okay. around it, but I'd rather she not crack her head open. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, Back yeah. Body, you've already did. been to the doctor behind her foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, behind, yeah. Behind yeah. her head. We didn't have to know. wear helmets of mine. When I was a kid, we were fine. We didn't have to yeah. wear anything. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Were you fine with the head injuries you took? Because I wear, did as a kid. We didn't wear and seat it wasn't belts. smart. We didn't wear seatbelts. We didn't have car seats, man. I'm fine. <laughs> and the other bulk of what she got was, um, you know, and this might sound sad, but she, I, I didn't, couldn't really afford to get her school clothes, so she was kind of still mm-hmm. wearing stuff from like yeah. the summer or the, like last year's winter stuff. Um, so I went and just got her like a bunch of school clothes. Yeah. Um, no, but sh- that's but that's smart. But but that's just that you realize as a parent that thing about buying clothes. Yeah. You start to realize no, this is just smart. <laughs> this is just, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is just not about. It stops being about 
uh, momentary happiness right. starts being yeah. about long-term safety. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, just long-term instead of momentary. Yep, it starts, 100%. You start thinking, you start thinking about that shit when you become a parent. It's like, oh, this is long-term now. Right. You know, we got to think about long-term. Unlike the voters of this fucking country. Hello, everything's going to come back to fucking Trump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everything does come back to Trump. You know what I did today? I was going into the grocery store and somebody and they and they hit and here's how they got me. You know how you see the people that are looking for money for different things? Like they have the paper and they hand you the paper with the picture? Well, no, this is what these people did, and this was very smart. They got me as I was going into the grocery store and they were collecting foodstuffs for people who obviously don't have any food or anything oh, in okay. this area. Okay. Right? So rather than just take a couple of money, they were like, they gave you a list of things and said, as you go into the grocery store, this is that safe way by me, Andy. Yeah, yeah. As you go into the store and they say, hey, uh, here's a list of some things we need. And I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking that's smart. smart. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty smart. Pretty fucking, <laughs> that's pretty fucking smart. Because I got 20 bucks. I'm going to buy 20 bucks worth of shit off this list. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's pretty fucking smart. So just for their ingenuity, I was like, all right, I'm going to go buy some <laughs> shit off this list. I'll yeah. put it separate though. from my shit. We have and a, I'll a buy nut allergy, separately. so no peanuts. Yeah, right. Um... I was like, that's pretty fucking smart. <laughs> Because usually as you go in, they, they, they just ask you for some money yeah. they ask you for donation, or as you're coming out, they ask you to give you a kid. Now, they got you as you're going in. Like, oh, here's some things we need yeah. by this. <laughs> I was like, These all right. These people I'll, we're I'll... collecting for are uh, organic, so we're going to need Something like, and they made, No, they made it real easy. They were like, just get canned food. <laughs> can yeah. this, can this, get this for kids, get cereal. We need this. I was like, fine. So I tried to buy one of everything. Oh, nice. You know? And because you're in the store, you can look for the sales. True, <laughs> See? true. See? So they was like, hey, this is a, these people are fucking clever. All that right. smart, though. Uh, well, they, they, yeah, you. they do a lot of the work for you. Yeah, right. That's all the, yeah. Right, right. It's like that, I'm going to give you the cash, and you go do it. Yeah. Then there's also that but, option. <laughs> but the thing is, when you're when you're picking it up, you get to feel extra special. Like I am helping somebody. <laughs> right. Hey, here's what I got you. <laughs> I posted on my Facebook about because the thing that has really bothered me. Again, we're relating back to Trump. The thing that has really bothered me has been about this uh, put on the safety pin, and that shows you. Oh my God! I swear to God, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Okay, so there's this there's this there's this white woman who was the original. She was an original Delta. She was a Delta. She was the first white woman to be a Delta. For those who don't know, Delta is a black sorority. Deltas. She goes all the way back to civil rights era. She had she did went through sit-ins. She sat at she sat at lunch counters. She's a white lady. She sat at lunch counters. She uh, she was going to go to college. She decided to go to an HBCU at a okay. time when no one white went to HBCUs. She went to an HBCU. I was like, this woman was a goddamn superhero. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so she lives in Virginia right now. She started her own foundation. She's in the African American Museum, apparently. This white lady, somebody hit me to that later after I posted on my Facebook page. I was like, if you want to be an ally, that's how you be an ally. This one's a goddamn superhero. <laughs> mm-hmm. a goddamn, she's the Andy Klein of her time. <laughs> there can only be one. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of allies, you know, and that so she's a Delta and the whole the whole nine yards. <laughs> you know. 
So stuff like that. Because them safety pins, I was like, Ugh. That's just nonsense. I haven't actually seen anyone wearing one. Is that just like an internet? Is that like something that's bigger on the internet no, than real a, life? It's a real thing. But are people doing it? Like I, I mean, we don't move. We don't move in those circles. Is it younger people? Remember that? Is it just? Yeah, I want to be one of the good yeah, ones. It's, it's younger. It's younger millennials. We don't move in those circles. No. <laughs> you know, we just we don't. So, but you hear people motherfucking talk about it. By the way, did you hear about the nigga Navy on... Uh, oh, my God, Dad. So that, funny. That made so my day. <laughs> so, Rod got one in. That made my day so... Did you hear about that, Andy? I heard about it. I didn't Friday. see the... the um, <laughs> I so I was so happy. The riffing on Twitter, though. I missed that. Oh, no, I didn't see that either. I just saw yeah. the I didn't post. see it originally as it was happening, or I would have got mine in. Y'all know me. But uh, I went back and looked at them all later. Oh, they're fantastic. You have any look, you at the hash, look at the hashtag Nigga, Nigga Navy. Navy. There's yeah. so hashtag many Nigga now. Navy. Well, basically what happened was <laughs> Yahoo put up a story where the, the phrasing was bigger Navy. Trump wants a bigger Navy. But, you know, the B and the N are right next to each oh, other. Right <laughs> next to each other, yeah. And so there was a typo, and their spell check didn't catch that, which means that word is in their dictionary. But Black mm. Twitter caught it. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the screenshots went out immediately, and then Yahoo finally noticed it and fixed it, but it's too late. <laughs> no, that someone's getting that. <laughs> yeah. The best one was the fact that uh white Twitter was mad that black Twitter could make fun of it, but white Twitter couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were fantastic. Is there a white Twitter? <laughs> is that a that's just Twitter. Twitter? Is that just Twitter? <laughs> yeah, that's just Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Over here a black Twitter is worth it. Blacks are just sort of, well, Frankie, we're glad that the that the listeners were able to make it right for you. Yeah, it was incredible. Like it was really, really incredible. Not just the listeners, but our our comedy community, which you know meant a lot too, because there's been so much discourse. I feel like in the DC comedy scene, and there's just well, so much. Gonna sub- be, hmm? That's going to be the way it is. Don't worry about that. You can't control. That. Oh, I have stopped. I have officially stopped worrying about it because I yeah. was <laughs> very worried about it for a while, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know what? I started doing comedy because I could do it by myself. I don't care about all that other stuff. I just yeah. want to be a good comedian. Um, but it felt nice to have to, you know, for it to feel like a community again for for a little while. Yeah, no, you can't control that. I, no, that's 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 uh, that's middle comedy shit. That's not young comedy comic shit. That's that's a comic who's been in about the length of time you're in. Mm-hmm. You're growing into an old comic now when you hit that, I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> when you hit yeah, that I point, just, no. that's when you're like, I don't give no. a fuck about this. Just here for what me. What the fuck, man? When you hit that point, all I care about is me and the couple of people I talk to. Other than that, I don't that's, give a Yeah, that's fuck pretty much where I've gotten to. Not that I don't, I don't want to say I don't care. I just. No, you don't care. Yeah, well, Mike, yeah. El- Mike Elsingham <laughs> said it best one time. The best analogy was like, "We are all wolves in the forest hunting for the same thing." Right, <laughs> that's yeah. the best analogy I've that's heard. Actually, yeah, really occasionally you, occasionally yes, you do team up with other wolves, but as this this pack mentality, it's not a thing. We're lone wolves. Yeah, <laughs> we are lone agreed. wolves in a forest hunting for the same thing. <laughs> that's it. End of story. Once you realize that, that's when you're like, you're ready now to make another step forward as far as a comedian. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> that, it, trust me, it, eases, it, it makes things go a lot easier in your mind. Well, I think uh, 
obviously the better the scene is, the better it is for everyone because the shows mm-hmm. are better, the crowds are bigger, mm-hmm. and right. you can benefit from that. Um, it seems that a lot of the comics who care maybe too much about, like, uh, we're a family. Are, yeah, are which has nothing who, at all to do are with Are the ones who maybe are deficient in the, we're hilarious category. <laughs> so they, they... You're heavy on family, very light on funny. Yeah, and so <laughs> if the scene is to be good, it's because the shows are good and people right. are funny and they're they're pushing each other, even subconsciously, to get funnier. Yeah, for uh, sure. The let's all be a friendly family group, uh, it makes your... Your your experience of the show as a comic better because all your friends are there, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily make the scene better because the show right. isn't as good and the crowd's like, yeah, we did the comedy thing a couple times, it was fine, and then but they don't come back. Would, yeah. So I agree. The scene with gets that. better if you focus on if you prioritize the funny part, and then you're mm-hmm. going to make friends and have your groups that, that you, you hang yeah. out with that you're tight with that's anyway. True. Yeah, and that's all I need. You you only need a small group of people that you bounce jokes off of, people that you can go sit somewhere, have a drink and talk comedy and have a good time. You don't need all these other I agree. Well, really when you're younger, don't. I think when you're a younger comic though, you'd probably need more people because it's a it's a shared experience. Everyone's yeah. going through this right. new thing, you know, and so you definitely bond with more people and then eventually you just pair off into your smaller mm-hmm. groups. That's just so the way you it goes. pair off into small groups and then you make a podcast, three guys on, yeah. you do it for seven years. <laughs> seven years. Yeah. And then you have pie, you have things. Oh, you I shouted wives, you guys out you on 93.9 by the way. Yeah, 93 because you went on to talk about your, yeah, your they Christmas were asking, miracle. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear it? No, I didn't. Oh, I was like, oh, well, you heard it. No, I saw so you sh- post about it. Yeah. So oh, I you went on the radio? Yeah. You went on the radio? And she mentioned yeah. three guys on podcast. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I heard you talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you talked about the the the, the little money. Yeah. Well, yeah. I talked about what you guys did for, for, for us specifically. Did they, uh, so they caught wind of the story and asked you to come on and talk? No. Oh, God, I wish. That would have been so cool. No, like no, a no, human no. interest story. Uh, something no. that will warm your heart this Christmas. <laughs> One of those yeah, stories. Man on the street. No, but they, they were, I was driving in my car and I, and they were like, if you want to, if you had a Christmas miracle or something like that, just okay. call in. And I was like, oh, let me try to see if I can get through, which I never get through on the radio. Of course. And then I call and I was like the first person to get through. I was like, oh, wow, no. this is kind of cool. Not a lot of miracles this year. Right, too. <laughs> yeah. Holding up the line there. <laughs> right, right. Damn Trump! Yeah. Also, oh, you got on the air. Yes, yeah, so uh, I got on the air and just quickly went over my story, and I was like, "So I want to give a specific shout out to the Three Guys On podcast." Yeah. So hopefully that will bring in some more listeners. Hopefully. Too. Uh, and they were like, "Who?" Yeah, they're like, "Oh." <laughs> and the and the one and the one guy black the one black dude there who was sweeping up in the back was like, "I listen to that shit all every <laughs> I've been trying to tell y'all. Let me describe it to you. It's uh, black. You listen to me because I only sweep, but yeah. you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's our demographic: the black dude in the back, the guy who sweeps up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the black dude. I'm even gonna call him the guy who's up. I'm just gonna call him the black dude in the back, <laughs> who I make no, who I make knowing eye contact with. Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> What's we're, our time in? We're at an hour five. Do we want to bring this one in for landing? Yeah, because we got to do two two shorter ones uh, this week just to make sure, or uh, we meet our yeah, time so constraint. So we can get everything in. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's bring this one in for a landing, and then we got some stuff to talk about on the next one. But we really wanted to talk about Frankie's um, Frankie Tales, and let her uh, <laughs> thank and let her thank you all. Yeah, as far for being as so every- awesome. 
everything that failed. Because you guys are great, man. Three guys on fans. I knew you would uh, step up. I knew you would, and you did. So thanks so much. Feel good about yourselves. Don't Seriously, don't be ashamed. Really of, don't be ashamed of feeling good about yourselves or doing something nice for somebody. And uh, you know, if you, you want know. to chip in for Frankie's security camera fund. Uh, yeah, no shit. Put, put one up uh, on the front of the house, and uh, so you can track everyone who walks by. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had a T-shirt in there. One of the uh, the kind of gift bags I had in there had a T-shirt for me that reads uh, "Weed W E E D Be Better Off." Uh-huh. So I'm just waiting to see someone walking around the neighborhood <laughs> in that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you mean to go sending a run them and tackle them? Pretty much is how that's going to go down. Like, <laughs> no that, conversation. Uh, that scene in Coming to America where they're all all these people are walking around with their clothes right, on. Exa- yeah. exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, let let them wear our wares. <laughs> <laughs> let them wear our wares. Well, you guys come on back on Thursday. I want to talk about. Uh, couple of movies i saw over the break that were amazing and um uh shout out to chris lambert who had fonte on hey go to the mundane festival and listen to chris and i haven't listened to that yet chop it up but our it's really good we need to get fonte back on fonte wants to start producing comedy cds okay oh nice and i'm like well i told chris i said you need to let him he wants to be the prince prince paul for comedians now okay like Prince, do this, like, like, he has a vision then? He's going to have skits and stuff? He has a vision okay. like Prince did for Chris Rock. So he has some sort of vision. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's well, so Chris? I said, you need to let him know you got some people who are interested. Wait, like who did for Chris Rock? <laughs> Prince Paul. Prince Paul. Oh, did, did okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Prince, the artist formerly known as. I was like, oh, no, wait, no, no, no. what? Prince Paul, who's a DJ. <laughs> Prince Paul started off as a DJ, morphed into being a producer. He's a great producer, too. Prince Paul. Yeah. For all of y'all. Yeah, he's a great producer. So you guys go check his stuff out. Always check out the Blackout Tips. Always don't don't think. And uh, thanks so much. And unliberal. Listen, your tip jar work going to Frankie last month was great. So uh, hang back a little bit on the on the tip jar this week, Uh, and then come on back next month. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Keep on tipping. (laughs) Yeah, come on back next month. Uh, Thanks so much for coming in with us don't forget on thursday i will be at the draft house in dc go to drafthousecomedy.com and buy a ticket in advance and come on see you'll see myself and you'll see frankie open it for me at uh seven o'clock on and i can thursday thank you in person yeah seven o'clock on thursday so come on out we will be there standing and delivering i don't know i need y'all on this one i don't know how many people are gonna come on but i need y'all so come on through Come on through. Andy, you, you ran down your list, you motherfucker. Yeah, I got a list, <laughs> man. Like, So let me start over with that. Um, uh, but this week, the Aleppo fundraiser on Tuesday at Sea Pearl in Falls Church, Virginia. Come go. to that. It's a great lineup. And um, Thursday is the anniversary of the podcast, so it's it would be a nice gift that is the anniversary. to go to the Draft House in D.C. on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. So there you go. Yeah. So for yeah, me, if you guys want to come to the DC Improv on January 14th, I think it is, the Comedy Kumite. Oh, you're in that. I'm battling to the death. Okay. Do you know who's your first <laughs> opponent? I don't know yet. I know Josh Kuderna's in there. Um, Ooh, that's Denise, a good. That's good. I know, Kuderna? right? Denise Ooh, Taylor, Pat Riley. 
Denise um, has okay. good short jokes. She could get because you get like a yeah, you get like Denise a minute or two. Is, no, I think it's yeah. I think it's uh, three rounds, five minutes. Oh, it's five minutes. Okay, because yeah. I say if it's shorter, okay. then she's she Denise is rap, tough. Rap yeah, she fire. got good jokes. This is a good show right here so far. The yeah. names you're throwing out. Yeah, so just just you and Cardona alone. Woo, that's Ross Benoit. I gotta do one of these. I gotta ask Chris. Ross Cardona. is in it too. Yeah. Ooh. I'm coming in there for the win. Like I'm literally going for the jugular. <laughs> right. Seriously, yeah. well, I have listen, to win. This. I don't like for comedy to be judged like that. I'm it's a not purist. a competition. <laughs> Did you say because I'm a purist? <laughs> I'm a purist. It's I, don't a think that, I don't think it should be done like that. It's, it's a family. community. I'm coming in with a lion's be. head on my head, like Nunez did Ronda <laughs> Rousey. Right. I think you're. I think you're wrong for doing that. <laughs> We'll be talking about Ronda Rousey, by the way, on the next podcast, because I have some things to say about that. Okay. As I said on the previous podcast, after she got her ass handed to her, mm. as people reminded she me. She got several asses handed to her. I was like, whose ass is that? There's a whole new ass getting handed to her. <laughs> Shit, so you crazy. guys come on back on Thursday. We'll be here for you guys. We want to thank you guys so much. More pickles and jars. End up on asses being handed to people. Why not? <laughs> I think that's a good place to get out. I'm Randolph Terrence, y'all. I'm Andy Klein. And I have been Frankie French. And what are we, Frankie? What are we here? More pickles than jars. That's right. That's right. Frankie said it, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have three guys on. We are out. We are out.